You're listening to Manifest Magic with Karina Dharma, your host. I am your manifestation witch, spiritual business coach, and mindset mentor. My mission is to help you manifest and create the life and business of your deepest dreams and desires, a life that encompasses spiritual growth, ultimate happiness, and pure abundance. You've been divinely guided here for a reason, and I'm so grateful that you're here. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to my channel and my podcast. I am so, so excited to dive into this episode today, which is going to be such a potent and powerful conversation with one of my really good friends, Chelsea Zerna, who I met here in Tulum just over a year ago, and we've really connected so deeply on so many different topics. Um, We are CrossFit buddies, and we just love to get deep and vulnerable, and this is exactly what this episode is going to be about. It's going to be about how deep we are going to get with you today on a really, really important topic stemming between vulnerability and victimhood and really choosing to, you know, invest in yourself and, you know, step into your true power. So we're really, really excited to talk to you about this today, and I really hope that you enjoy. Hello, everybody. We are so excited to be talking with you today on vulnerability, shame, and powerful storytelling. And Karina and I have been going back and forth for the last few weeks in Tulum and sharing our stories with each other. And we got so inspired by each other that we said we need to record a podcast. So I am really excited to be doing this. Yes, me too, Chelsea. It's such an honor to always have these deep conversations with you, whether that's for 10 minutes at CrossFit or when we meet up in Tulum and have our little exchange sessions. I absolutely love it. And I love you so much and appreciate you so much. I'm excited for this deep conversation because I think more women need it in their life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you so much for saying that. I really resonate. And having these conversations, it's it's amazing recording podcasts with people that we get to get so deep with. And then when we get on the podcast, it's like, oh, yeah, we've already been there. We've already gone that deep. And now we can just record it and transmit this to people. Mm, for sure. And sometimes we're like, damn, we should be recording this right now, you know, when we're so <laughs> in the moment. And I feel like... We have so many stories we want to share. Like we need to talk about our transformation story. We have to talk about just all these things that we're probably going to have to do multiple episodes, really. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we're recording this at an interesting time. So we were actually going to record this a week ago. Mm. And over this past weekend, um, I had a like a massive Kundalini awakening that really shifted the way that I see life, that mm-hmm. shifted my relationship to being seen, that shifted my relationship to shame and unconditional love and what it actually means to be in divine union with spirit. And so I think that everything is meant to be. <laughs> yes, I agree. And like when we were trying to record it last week, um, we had my cat meowing. I was moving house. I think we were coming out of the eclipse season. There was all the shadows we were going through. Um, 
so it was a lot of energy. So I think everything always works out. And now we're here feeling kind of like we've gotten some new downloads, some new shifts. I definitely want to hear more about your Kundalini awakening. And that's something I've been <laughs> wanting to experience myself. Um, in Tulum, like there's a lot of different workshops where I'm like, I need, I really desire to go to that and experience that. But I will have to talk about your story another time for sure. And share yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. For sure. Yeah, so I would love to just dive in and start with talking about um, our relationship to being seen, because mm. I feel that there's a part of me that feels very vulnerable, and I share a lot of stuff on social media, obviously with like close friends, with people, mm. um, my podcast, but uh, there's a there's still a layer to myself that I notice where I hide. Mm. And um, yeah, I'm curious what your relationship to being seen is as well. I feel like you're my mirror right now because I'm literally going through that at the moment and I feel the same. Like I feel like that's why you and I get along so well and we instantly connected and clicked because we love to get deep. We love to talk about all of the juicy stuff in this beautiful life and you know I feel like there's there's a certain aspect of me that's always been that way like even when I got my first download years ago I was like I want to start a podcast and just talk about deep and vulnerable conversations you know and I feel like we both do do that on social media but then of course like there are certain stories that I have yet to write I have yet to speak and I've been going through this actually the last couple months, um, thinking about coming out with this story I've been wanting to share. Um, I have a lot of stories, but particularly another one that I'm writing about in my memoir. And it's not, I'm not really writing about it in my memoir because I put that project on hold. I haven't touched it since a year ago. And funny enough, yesterday when I was on a coaching call, a mentorship call in a group that I'm in, um, the theme was about like, talking about your shadows, speaking about those things. And, you know, I was like, damn, I got to write my book. Like that was the download I had was like, I got to write it. I keep telling myself I have to wait to share these stories. So there's definitely parts of, of my life that, you know, I don't share everything because um, it's also like, okay, well, I'll wait. I'll wait until it's the right time to share this. So for now, a theme for me is like, I'll wait for my book. Um, but there are a lot of things in my life I have shared, but I totally, totally resonate with you in saying that there is a certain element of my life that I don't share. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I feel you. And, and when it comes to vulnerability, I feel like everybody has a different definition and mm -hmm. vulnerability can be seen as somebody like going on a stage and sharing a story that they've shared a hundred times. And for them, it's a really deep story, but because they've shared it so many times, they know the audience's reaction. They've, they've, they, they know how to tell it in multiple different ways. You know, there's this element of um, almost, I'm not going to say the word performance, but there's an element of, I've, I've said this before and I, I know how this story impacts people. And I think there's a layer deeper than that. And I think vulnerability really is sharing something where 
you don't know how it's going to be received by the other person. And that's what makes it vulnerable. And sharing something that even if it's in the present moment, like right now, I am feeling um, really nervous about saying this because I don't know how you're going to respond to it, but it's really um, intentional on my heart and I need to, I need to say it like that feels vulnerable. Yes. I like that. And I always admire the way that you, you know, speak on things when you're sharing something vulnerably. And I think that's it is your intention behind it. And, you know, that kind of reminds me of like a really vulnerable story I shared last year when I was actually writing my books and I talked about my past relationships and how I've been in a lot of, you know, toxic, narcissistic relationships, abusive relationships. And I was on this deep self-love journey and I was relating that to entrepreneurship because really like entrepreneurship is like a personal development journey where you literally go through the shadows. I was talking about this last week on my podcast and, you know, there's always an intention, the intention for me to share that vulnerable piece of my life was to be like, this is how I've grown through this, right? I shared this crazy story of, you know, the stuff I'm going to be talking about in my book. And I do remember that a lot of people received it really well and loved it. And we're like, wow, like you've been through a lot. Like, thank you for sharing this in your life. And like certain people are probably like, I resonate with that. I resonate with that. Um, yeah, it was me talking about 2020. That, that was the post my year in 2020. And I'll share the post with you later. Um, but it was about like, I literally had the craziest year in 2020. Like, to summarize it from like, you know, heartbreaks, like two heartbreaks, getting fired two times, almost, you know, getting into a huge accident with like a fire in an Uber, um, where I had this like outer body experience where my guides came to me and told me to get out of the car because I felt like it was going to blow up and combust. And I had gotten out of the car and I'd opened the trunk and there was like a huge fire. So there was a lot of things like that I was sharing of like, you know, near death experience, um, heartbreak, certain things that I'd never talked about. And it was very vulnerable for me to like go deeper into that, like what had happened to me in that year and how it led me to my entrepreneurial path and to commit to that path. Um, so that was like an example for me. And, you know, saying this now, I'm kind of realizing like, damn, I need to share more of these stories again. And this is kind of like... I'm getting like this download from the universe right now of like, okay, everyone's telling me, write your book. I want to, I want to read your book. I want to read your book. And I'm just like sitting here like, well, there's more stories in there that I'm ready to share. Am I ready to share? I don't know. Like there's, there's a certain aspect of like what you're saying, like you being super vulnerable with what you've been through in life and not sure how people are going to receive it. Maybe it's going to trigger our family. Maybe it's going to trigger certain people. Um, and that's also, I think, the part to vulnerability. And I like what you spoke on because, you know, when you say people getting on a stage and talking about their story, I think of like, you know, certain people who are celebrity figures, let's say, and they have these transformational stories, but they've told it a hundred thousand times. And it becomes like this it becomes like the slogan on their website and like their about me page. And it's like, okay, this is my story. Everyone knows it. It's like taking the depth out of it, you know? And I think that's why I'm so called to write a book because 
I want to give my stories space to have that depth and to have people actually understand, okay, this is some vulnerable shit I'm sharing and it's scary, but I'm doing it from my heart, from a place of intention, because I really want to empower other women, you know, on their self-love journey, on their personal development journey, on their journey with themselves through entrepreneurship, because that's my story. That's my story. Like all my vulnerabilities that I share is the intention always leads back to my personal development journey with entrepreneurship and how, you know, we're rising from the ashes, baby. Like that's, that's what we're talking about. And I think you and I have a lot of similarities in that because you've also had a lot of similar stories that you share. Yeah. And as you're speaking, I'm even feeling this catch 22 because I feel that when you're in the place where the story is so vulnerable that it's almost scary to share, it's almost when the story has the most weight and meaning and the most potency. Mm. And it's also where the people reading it, because you're in that resonance, the people reading it maybe are also scared to share their stories. Mm -hmm. And so there's this element of um, like everybody thinks that they experience emotions like alone. And everybody thinks that even if our stories are different, they're kind of coded with similar themes like Mm -hmm. movies and books and things. Everything kind of has this like arc in this hero's journey and our and we go through these like emotions like we all can put emotions to these things and then somehow we still have shame or fear because we think that we are alone and they were the only ones or if we share our shadow we could be judged or outcasted or ostracized Mm and there's this like element of well if if i'm not perfect and you see me in my imperfection Maybe you're not going to trust me or love me anymore. And then there's this, you know, there's this whole journey that comes with vulnerability. And and I'm, I'm, I'm also seeing the, the catch-22 in that is, well, you know, when, when, when you've told your story and you've mastered your story and you're empowered in your story, then you can tell it in these ways that you know how they're going to be received and then you can make a big impact with it. But I think that actually you can do it both ways. And I think the first way is it's so edgy that it's almost like the purpose is a mixture of personal growth and the audience that is going to read it, like really need it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like they're going to be so attracted to that because they're going to be like, I am there too versus, well, you've already done it. You, you, you hit your life mission and it's amazing in that place too, right? Wow. How did you do that? But when you're in it and you're sharing it, there's almost this like this like deeper connection to the emotional journey of it that's really powerful that it's almost hard to relive those moments again and like capture it in the same way the second time. Mm, yeah, I love what you're saying. Um, I think, yeah, the rawness of the moment of sharing that vulnerable story is like, it's like <gasps> that fear, you know? And, and I think of like the stories I've shared where, like last summer I posted my nude photo shoot. And for me, that was a vulnerability. And like the messages I shared with that, with some like, you know, 
personal stories of some traumas that I went through with my family and heartbreaks and things like that. Like that for me was a big thing, you know, and now I realize like that was liberating. That was very liberating. And it also moved my audience in the moment because pieces of those stories touched people. Mm. And I think it's important to be vulnerable for that reason, because you know, whatever we're doing in our life and our business. And it's like, the more that we can be ourselves and, you know, talk about these topics and normalize them, the more that we give other people permission to do the same. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I really resonate with that. And specifically um, in 2020, when I first moved to Tulum, I had a version of a kundalini awakening and during that time it was really vulnerable because i was in public and my body was shaking and i was just like experiencing all this energy and i told my friends can you please stand on my feet i need to ground and i i shut it down because it felt like one, I didn't feel ready. And two, I felt a lot of shame for my expression and being seen in that space. And I didn't really feel safe where I was. And though I was with my two friends, I didn't fully feel safe because we hadn't really, like we had just moved to Tulum. So, you know, Tulum really opens people up, right? I, we hadn't really gone there. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like a blast open. (laughs) And so there was a part of me that like had a lot of shame for my expression and how I was showing up. And then this past weekend, because we had gone through so much together and also within myself, I had transformed so much around what I deemed as acceptable or unacceptable and what I judged. I was like, like when it came up, the energy started moving. I was like screaming. I was like, ah, and then I was crying and then I burst into tears and I was laughing. And then I was just like feeling all this orgasmic bliss moving through my body. And, and my two friends, two, my two friends were there again, but this time I had like built up so much trust and so much like also like self love. And And I I had this moment where I was like, I feel some like shame right now. I'm kind of like, and then I paused and I was like, actually, I don't. And I'm ready to release that story. I'm ready to release having any shame for my expression. Mm. And what made me realize it is my friends were like, do you want to go outside and, and ground in the grass? Like you're inside right now. And I said, no, I I can't go out there. I'm screaming. What are the neighbors going to think? And then I was like, honestly, like, it's not, that's, it's okay. And, and there was a part of me that was like, I need to release the shame around being seen in this state. And what came through for me was if I can accept myself in this state, I can heal the part of myself that was judging this expression and then align to unconditional love. And then that shot me into the Kundalini awakening. And I realized that shame is the thing that holds us back from unconditional love. And I didn't even know I had shame in my body. I didn't even know I was experiencing shame. Like whenever I said the word embarrassment, there was a level of shame in there. It was like shame was like the lowest vibrational energy beyond fear. It was like, this is the the heaviest part of me that I didn't even see. And I didn't even acknowledge and I didn't know existed. And 
Like I, when I realized it and I acknowledged it and I welcomed it and then I moved through it, I was like, oh, wow, this is what it means to actually have unconditional love. This is what it means to be in divine union with God and in spirit. And that was like a huge, huge, huge breakthrough for me and a huge shift that I had not, I really didn't consider. And when I was like thinking about it and reflecting on it, I realized that was the part of myself that I was hiding. Like anytime I had that feeling, I was hiding the part of myself that I don't want to be judged for my expression in this moment, or I don't want to be seen to for, for this. It was like the, the human experience parts with snot dripping down my nose, like, like laughing and then crying. And like, that was the part that I didn't want people to see. Mm-hmm. And that was the part that I needed to like, that was actually the part that I needed to heal. Like if I could be seen in this, I can love myself through anything. Right. That's really powerful. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. yeah. I think we are our own worst critics right? In so many ways, we are the ones who are judging ourselves. And when we're judging ourselves, we believe that everyone is judging us. And, you know, that's the human conditioning. That's the human mind. And I mean, I'm the same. Like there's certain stories, like I said, that I'm writing in my book that I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready to share this right now. I don't know how my family is going to receive this. I don't want to open up a Pandora's box, right? (laughs) Like, and then it's like, okay, well, is leaning into that going to actually empower me and make me love myself more? And like you're saying, be seen because I'm owning who I am. I'm owning my truth and, you know, always having that intention behind it. Like, yeah, we're sharing this, we're allowing ourselves to be seen in this way because it's going to give other people permission to be seen in their vulnerability and their power and their true nature, their true human nature and divine nature that we all have within us. Yeah, I yeah. love that. Yeah, I think the parent, the parent, uh, yeah, there's something in me that's like, I need to acknowledge this because you just hit on something that's so important. It was like, what is my what are my parents going to think when I share this? Mm. And I think that's like a huge journey that every single person goes through in the process of the people that raised me and the people that love me and the people that, you know, did so much to, and they want me to be a certain way. And if I break this box for them, are they still going to love me and care for me? And am I going to be safe in the world? Mm. And I think that that's a huge, um, almost like breaking out of their matrix that they have over us in a way, because that is another layer of liberation that comes through when we go through this process of liberating ourselves. Like, can we liberate ourselves from the fact that we will still be loved even if they don't accept our expression in the moment, even if they judge it, even if they don't want us to say it, because like I put period blood on my face the other day and my mom facetimed me i was like hi mom and she was like what's on your face and i'm like oh um it's my menstrual blood and she and my dad was like oh my god don't leave the house like that 
And I was like, well, dad, just so you know, uh, I actually just posted it on social media for every single person who wants to see to see. He was like, take it off. I was like, nope, I'm keeping it. You can look at it if you want to. And it was this moment of like, what does it really do to you? You know what I mean? Like, do you still love me even if there's period blood on my face? And he was so disgusted. And I was like, just accept me for who I am. And I was kidding. But there was a part of me that was like, really though, do you, can you still love me even if there's period blood on my face? Mm. Yeah, it's weird as hell, but I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Do what makes you happy, baby. Yeah. And I think think that's so, such a good example because we, it comes down to acceptance, right? And you're talking about shame and your fullest expression and being vulnerable and sharing our stories. And I feel like deep down, like, you know, we're even saying it, like, we still have that, like, we still have that. We think about, okay, shit, is this post going to offend anyone? Is this going to trigger people? And, you know, I think that what I think about is I also had similar experience with my parents, um, you know, accepting me and my business and the things that I shared and the vulnerable stories I shared. And it may have triggered them in the moment, but the more that they've seen, like, you know, this is the work I'm doing. This is what I'm embodying. This is how I'm helping women. Um, you know, now it's more like they're just proud of me and they're like, Oh, like we see you, we, we acknowledge you. Maybe they're not like commenting on every little thing, but they're also not like, you know, telling me how to run my business. And I think, you know, this is a lot of the stuff I talk about to my clients is like, share more of the vulnerable stuff, be yourself, you know, don't worry about what other people are going to think. Like at the end of the day, your family is always going to love you and accept you and your close friends. And, you know, if they don't, well, you're putting yourself first and your happiness and you're thinking about your intention for sharing the message and being vulnerable it's because there's a higher purpose guiding you, right? There's a higher, yeah. Um, yeah, divine God source guiding you to share that message with you, with your people, yeah. with the people who need 100%. to hear it. So that's how I always look at it. Yeah. And yeah, I, I resonate with that. And I really believe that energy just wants to be expressed and the more that we can lean into what it means to liberate ourselves on all levels, the more that we step into awakening this divine spirit and our inner truth with mm-hmm. ultimate source and we reconnect to source energy and we remove the idea that there's any separation. Mm-hmm. And I really believe that that's how we reclaim our wholeness. And so for me, vulnerability and actually social media like it's it's this platform and we can do whatever we want with it it's almost like this playground in a, in a sense yeah. this virtual playground and that was my first step towards liberation because mm-hmm. I remember a few like five years ago now at this point but I remember how scared I was to hit send on my first post that was my truth and my story. And I was like, Oh my God. And I was like breathing heavy. And I was like, Oh my gosh, Oh my gosh, Oh my gosh. And then I hit send. And I was like, I don't even want to look, I'm not even going to look at it. And from that place, I've come such a long way into all of the parts of my life that I've liberated. And I'm sure there's still more, but it was vulnerability. That was actually my, like telling my story. That was my first step towards liberation. 
I 100% resonate with you right there because, yeah, as soon as you lean into those edges, they push you and they push you towards your involvement and your growth because you're speaking on the shadows, you're speaking on the triggers, you're speaking on the topics that most people wouldn't speak about that, you know, are on social media. And that's what we're here doing is like, we're creating our businesses to empower others to make this the new normal, right? To help everyone liberate each other and speak their truth. For sure. And yeah, and on that note, I think sometimes there's a there's an art to to knowing when to tell the story. <laughs> and I feel like you know, just like there's a chakra system. There's seven different chakras or seven different frequencies. I also feel like storytelling is similar. And when we're moving when we're when we're wanting to tell a story, and we tell it from, let's say, the vibration of fear um, versus the vibration of love or the vibration of integration. We have different responses and there's no right or wrong. It's not like you tell the story in a fear state or a victimhood state, let's say. And, you know, there's a you're obviously going to get a different response or a different reaction. But I think what's really important is the intention that sits under why you're telling the story. Mm. Yes. I'm glad that you're speaking on this because I think that that is a really great, great point to make. And, you know, reflecting on that, I've probably had moments where I've done that, you know, as well with certain things, or it's like telling the story right away when it's super fresh and it's super raw. And maybe, you know, the intention is there, but it's like, Oh, like, you know, maybe I need to sit with this a little more and think about how I'm going to share this message. And I've seen a lot of people do that as well, um, especially in our industry, you know, where it almost becomes like a little bit like a a sob story sometimes. Like, oh, look at me. I've been through this. And, you know, kind of like that energy comes with it. And, And that energy, like you said, it's not the high vibrational emotions of gratitude and love. It's the low vibration of you know, yeah, yeah, just vibrating low and feeling like super down and, and wanting almost like you're wanting to be seen, right. Versus like, I'm putting this out there and I'm sharing my story because, you know, maybe I'm not healed from it a hundred percent, but I feel empowered to share this message. And even if it lands with one person, I'll be happy. And that's how I always go about the way I share things versus like, oh, I'm sharing this because like I'm in this place and this is really raw for me. And, you know, it's almost like I want people to feel sorry for me in a way and whatever that yeah. intention behind it is. And maybe sometimes people aren't aware of it, but yeah, they're not I think that's that totally it. Yeah. I think that there's a lot of people that it's a cry for help and that's okay to be in that place. And that's okay to have those emotions and, it's challenging because this is like a this is like a worldwide you know internet <laughs> worldwide web of the internet and if your intention is to get help posting it on social media you will also receive people who 
maybe they're in the same state and your help is going to come from somebody who is going to bring you back into that state. And you could also receive help from somebody who could actually help you, but maybe you're not open to it because you're you're not you don't you're not looking for that. You're 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 looking for the validation of your pain, and so it's challenging because, like whatever the the intention is, let's say, if it is to receive the validation for the pain, then you'll be stuck in that state, and and you know that's a choice, and that's okay to do that. Um, but yeah, I think there's, it depends on the intention. So if you're seeking help, then that's, that's, an, that's one way to get help. The other way is to work with a coach and actually get help from somebody who's really gone through this stuff and has, that can empower you to get out of the state and back into your power. Cause that's the purpose. Like we're always, these are all ways that we escape our own power. And so we're looking for help and actually deep down subconsciously, we want to be brought back into our own power. And so when, when someone shares that, um, the, the, there's an, another option of actually, maybe I could share this with someone who could really, really help me right now. And sometimes it takes posting it and receiving all the comments to be like, okay, maybe this wasn't the best place for this. And, <laughs> you know, it's a learning experience. And then right. there's times where, yeah, right? And then it's like, okay, I'll learn from that. And then there's times where you can share stories that come from a place of almost like integration. Like mm. I went through this story or this experience and you can use me as your experiment to learn what to not to do because this is what I'm going to share. Yeah. Or... And that's from an empowering, an embodied place. It's like, I experienced this. These were my lessons. And now I want to give them to you because we're all on the same team and we're all helping each other get through this life together because who the hell knows why we're all here and what we're doing. And we're just going through these emotions. Like, let me help you in this moment. And that I think is the most impactful place to share because it also comes from a place of love. If that's the intention to help other people. Mm. Oh, I feel that so deeply. Because, yeah, the intention, sharing your story from that empowered state. And I want to touch on what you said about asking for help from like a coach. And I think this is where I've noticed a pattern, you know, and I don't know if you've experienced this as well. I think we've touched on it, but especially women like that come to me, I've probably had, I don't know, close to at least 50 women in this last year alone, who've reached out to me personally, asking me for help, asking me for either, you know, I want to start my business. I want to grow my business. I want spiritual mentorship. I want to come to your retreat. You know, I do, I wear a lot of hats, right? I have like three colors. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, I like, you know, I teach people to create a niche, but at the same time, I believe that we can have multiple things we do within that area of what we're helping people with. So mm -hmm. I've noticed a pattern myself as a mentor, seeing a lot of women playing the victim mindset, not necessarily with things they post, but with me personally inside of the DMs, telling me about, you know, their vulnerabilities, but from this place of victimhood and having that objection slapped onto it like the cherry on top of the cake and for yeah. me it's been something that you know I've been actually wanting to really find a way to speak on this because mm 
there's been a lot of, you know, things I've learned from my mentors and handling people's objections when people have money objections and time objections and, you know, learning all the NLP and all the sales strategy. But I think what it really comes down to is people want to feel seen. They want to feel heard. It's what you said. People want to, to have the permission and the opportunity to step back into their power. So when I see women reaching out to me, they're already in their power doing something that is uncomfortable, asking for help, saying, hey, I really look up to you. I would love to work with you. Please tell me more. And then when they retract and they go, well, you know, oh, it's not the right time. You know, I don't have enough money. I think that's the important conversation we need to have. It's like, you're going to continue playing that victimhood in your life in all areas if you choose to respond that way. If you choose to reach out for help and then you're pretty much telling, you know, not me, you're telling yourself and the universe that you don't deserve this help. You don't deserve to step back into your power, right? And you're making the excuses of victimhood. Oh, well, you know, I just had you know, this tragic thing happened, or I spent all my money on this, or it's not the right time. Like I've heard all the excuses in the book. Right. And sometimes I've moved women through that. I've pushed them through that because I've been like, okay, what do we really need to move through here? You're being super vulnerable with me right now in the DMS, you know, you're getting on, we've gotten on calls as well, where you're telling me I'm moving through this, but I really want to work with you. I really need that help, but then you're choosing to stay in that victimhood. And it's like, that's where I really want to help women because I see that block. It's the same block. It's like, I'm going to stay in the story. I'm going to stay in this money matrix story. I'm going to stay in this time overwhelm, you know, depression story. Um, Oh, there's like a jaguar outside my window or something. I don't know if you heard that. Oh, he's agreeing with me, you know, like in the stories. And Mm -hmm. it's like, have you experienced this, Chelsea? And like, have you Mm -hmm. witnessed women, you know, use their vulnerability from a place of being a victim? Yeah. And I, and I'm really glad that you brought this up because, um, I think that most of the population is living in victimhood and it's not just the women in our DMs. It's women who've been in marriages for 20 years with their husbands who are abusing them, who are cheating on them and they are aware of it and they don't want to leave. Like, Mm. you know, there's so many people all over the world that are actually just operating in this state as their normal state of being. And they don't even know or they know because they can see other people doing it, but they don't know how to access it themselves. And having that breakthrough moment of like choosing the world is not happening to me. It's happening for me. And having that moment of breakthrough is like the catalyst basically to someone's awakening and to someone's change. And it's the first step in the journey of stepping into your power. Because for me, I study this, right? I study levels of power and how to actually move into power. I have a whole company called The Chrysalis, which is literally about helping people get into their power in stages. And the first stage is literally victimhood. And 
there's the, the journey of actually breaking through can be like, it could take somebody a month. It could take somebody a year. It could take someone a moment. And mm. it's like the person has to also be willing. And sometimes the pain has to be deep enough to actually do it. And the challenge that I see is when sale, like in the, in the business world, when salespeople use the pain and they go deep and deep and deep into the pain to make the pain even more and more and more intense. And to, to an extent, I see that, okay, there's an element of friction that has to come into play when we create growth, right? But when I look into the future and I see what it means to live in a feminine economy, I also see the beauty of creating more of a, um, a space for empowerment and really empowering people to have that breakthrough instead of just using the pain to have a breakthrough because they're so used to being in pain and and that's their the state of being but there's there's got to be that moment where we switch the script and we say I'm not going to play into that story anymore I'm going to step into the new earth which yeah. is empowering people through love and and that's the collective story that we're changing to really get people to break through that victimhood across the board. Mm. Oh my God. I love, love, love what you're saying. And I think that's important because I mean, I've noticed myself evolve in the sales process of like when I first started and I was really, you know, using people's pain points. And now it's like, I feel the same. It's like, if you're coming to me and you're asking for that help, like I want to help you empower you to step into that power. But if you're not willing to, you know, then I'm not going to convince you. I'm not going to be here listing out all your pain points and telling you why you should change because, or why you should invest in yourself or why you should do this. Because really at the end of the day, that's a personal decision. And that's what it comes down to is it's a decision. It's a decision to be like, I'm fed up with my own fucking bullshit. Like I'm fed up with it because, you know, it's not, doing anything for me. It's not helping me step into my femininity. It's not helping me start my business. It's not helping me leave corporate life. It's not helping me leave my toxic relationship. It's not helping me leave my money blocks, you know, behind. It's just a vicious cycle. And I think at a certain point, people are going to realize that and and awaken and realize like okay I need to do something different because my happiness is super important and seeing themselves as like okay I can be vulnerable and I can ask for help but I can also be empowered about it like now when I go to invest in myself I've just invested in like two mentors in a retreat this last week and I've done it from the state of like I fucking love what these people are doing. I'm so empowered by their work. I want to be a part of that world. I want to up-level myself. I want to see my potential. I want to see how much I can push myself, right? And it's yeah. it's not even a question anymore. It's just like a, it's just like this dance that I do. Oh, I'm ready for this. Yeah. I'm ready for that. I'm ready to expand in this area of my life. And that's yeah. how I want my clients to feel and I'm sure you as well it's like when they choose to work with us when they share with us their vulnerabilities we're here to hold space for them and go I see you I hear you I have been in your shoes yeah no I'm not going to highlight all your pain points you already know what they are 
we've all been there. We're all human, but let's fucking like help you to move through this. Let's help you do what it is that you want to do. If you're asking for help, take that step. Believe that you are worthy. Believe that you are resourceful, that you have the unlimited abundance to do what you want, to make the decision to turn your victimhood into true empowered vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really like what I want to see more from, from women in this, in this space, in this industry, especially, you know, the women I'm calling in to work with is like, if you want to survive in the entrepreneurial space, not even survive, if you want to thrive, like it's a journey of deep, deep shadow work. And if you're not willing to meet yourself there and, and, trust yourself and go through that work and, you know, see it as like, I'm going through this to get to that state of empowerment to be in the light. Like, you know, it's going to be really, it's going to be a really challenging road ahead to get to the point that you want to be at. If you don't Mm -hmm. ask for help, if you don't turn, change that narrative of that vulnerability being like this victim mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that you you hit on a word that is like a key mm. to all of this, and it's trust. Yeah, and I feel that our level of trust increases as we get more comfortable with leaning into that discomfort and really acknowledging the willingness that we have inside of us to be like, I do want to change. I do want to see something shift. I am willing to do something that might be uncomfortable so that there's some growth there. And I think over time, when we're in victimhood, the level of trust is really low and we've never built that up in our lives. And then as we move forward and we move through it and we go into deeper and deeper levels of trust, our power mirrors that. Our personal power mirrors that level of trust. And so when our trust grows, oh, wow, now we can hold this much capacity. Now we can take this much risk. And then our power is met there. And then our trust grows. And it's like this dance of our trust and our in our um, empowerment kind of growing in this beautiful dichotomy and this beautiful pairing until before you know it, we look back and we're running these massive businesses with many employees and having big missions in the world. And we just said yes one day five years ago and that led to everything. And that led to the journey of learning how to trust ourselves. And for me, like coaching or not, I'm really glad I chose this profession because I I get to like, we both get to choose our, our, to, to focus on personal growth as, as our profession, which is like such a gift. And like, to me, it's the point of the world. It's like why, why we're living, you know, is just to, to, to work on ourselves and to grow. And like, yeah. Um, yeah. I think we're just so lucky. <laughs> We are, we are blessed. We are blessed because we chose this path. And we, like you said, we chose to make that decision. And, you know, I'll never forget that moment where it was like the first time I invested in my very first mentor. Like I was scared of my first investment and it was not even like a four figure investment. It was literally under a thousand dollars and I was scared of it. I'm like looking back now, (laughs) the investments I've made after that, 
of like multiple, you know, four figures, five figures. I'm like, okay, you know, you just, you, it's just that first step. And then it also then leads to like you believing, you trusting in yourself and, and, you know, we're both on that path to, to growing our businesses, like to multiple six figures, millions, like the sky is the limit. We are living in an abundant universe. It's like, it's not about the money, but it's about the freedom that we can create so that we can help empower other people to break out of their, you know, money stories and that matrix world. And, you know, the whole, Mm. you know, bullshit narrative that we are not enough and we can't have more, you know, all of that stuff. And I think that, you know, we are very blessed that we chose this path. And I just really hope that the people that do choose to really get into this as something that, you know, is, is going to become their life. They're going to see it as this personal development journey and trusting yourself is literally the only way forward. Like I've been going through the shadows in my business lately but there's always been the theme of trust. Like I have my cry, you know, I'm, I'm feeling like I want to give up sometimes. And then I come back to myself and trust and my purpose and my mission. And I'm like, there is a reason I'm here. There's a reason I'm doing this. And mm-hmm. trust is going to be what's going to move me forward in that. And, you know, trusting yourself when you invest in yourself, when you say yes to yourself, you're saying yes to something that is greater than you, something that can open up opportunities that can change your world, right? Whether that's, you know, embodying yourself more in your feminine energy, growing your business, like opening up yourself to parts of you you don't even know exist. That's beautiful and that's magical and you know that's why I love the work that you do and I think we just flow so well together and I just see I even see us collaborating sometime like I can see it and you know it's just both of our missions are so similar we just want to empower other women and and men and help them see like what what they're capable of creating for themselves when they yeah turn change that story when they share their vulnerabilities when they shift out of victimhood and they really step into their empowerment and their, yeah. And their true essence. Yeah. A hundred percent. I resonate with all of that and I am in full fuck yes alignment. alignment The only energy we want here. And I feel like we're just like, this is such a high to end off on. And I feel Mm -hmm. like, you know, it's just such a, beautiful way to close like we we took the conversation from talking about sharing our vulnerabilities and being vulnerable with our audiences and with people in our life and then we spoke about the victimhood and how we've noticed that a lot in this space and in our in our potential clients and in people sharing in the online space so I think it's a very important topic for everyone to reflect on including ourselves for sure yeah and I'll add one more thing is just yeah having compassion for the human experience just as much as the human experience can trigger us and it can bring us into fear states and Mm. when we're on the path to stepping into our power there's going to be so much stuff that comes up in the process and 
when we're sharing and we're vulnerable and it's coming from a good place, we don't have to fear. We don't have to say, oh my gosh, did I do this right? Or is this something I should or shouldn't share? If you're in the process of going on this journey and you're in the process of saying, I'm willing to make a change. I want to do something different. And maybe vulnerability is a good place to start. Just trust that your intention is, if your intention's in the right place, you are, you can trust that whatever you're sharing is going to be received and you're in alignment with yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think that like, that is such a good first step to take to stepping into your power is yes. getting vulnerable, sharing your stories and just trusting yourself. Like you got this, just sh- like put even, even if it's gentle, even if it's small, just start sharing yourself more and opening up because ultimately we are all on the journey, the same exact journey to liberation. And it can mm-hmm. be expressed in so many different ways. And like, what does it mean to actually liberate our voices, our expression, ourselves? hundred percent. Yeah. I love that. Such an important reminder. And oh, I'm so grateful for this conversation with you. And I just hope that it's received by all the people that need to hear <laughs> it. And I'm sure it will yeah. be. It will be. Our intention's yeah. pure. <laughs> it is pure. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for joining us and for listening. Here from Tulum. Tulum, Mexico. <laughs> yes. Committed at 9 p.m. recording it after the construction and all the sounds are down. <laughs> yeah. All right, Chelsea. Well, thank you so much. Love you, sister. And I'll be seeing you soon. Sounds good. Thank you. Love you. So that was such a powerful conversation. Um, Chelsea and I feel like we literally had that channel through us, through the divine, through God, through source. It was so, so powerful. And I'm just so grateful for having a friend like this in my life where we could just get deep. We can talk about these things that a lot of people just don't talk about in the online space and it's so, so important. I hope that you got a lot out of it. I would love to hear um, in the comments below, in a message to me of what your takeaways were. If you had any, would love to hear from you. And also just wanting to really invite the women who are feeling in their power, who are feeling empowered to really connect with me, to dive deeper into what they can step into, what you can step into as an empowered woman. So if you're looking to invest in yourself, in your spiritual growth, I currently am promoting our retreat, Higher Self Retreat, which is going to be happening in Tulum, Mexico, where we are living, where Chelsea and I just recorded this podcast. And this retreat is going to be for women who are looking to literally step into, you know, a new beginning for themselves to really embark deeper on their spiritual journey. We're going to be having so many beautiful spiritual ceremonies with facilitators here that I'm bringing to this beautiful beachfront location in Sian Khan in Tulum. 
And I'm also going to be facilitating with my partner and a lot of beautiful people that we're going to be bringing to really curate a space for you where you can be held in a sacred and safe container to really express yourself vulnerably, to really connect with other sisters, to go deep, to do this work that is just going to move you. It's going to change you and it's going to transform you. And if you've been resonating with this episode of really stepping out of this victimhood state, then this retreat is going to help you step more into your empowerment around being vulnerable, around being seen, around really being your true self. And this is really my dharma and my mission is to help women do this, right? To really go deep on their spiritual journey and to really evolve and ascend in this lifetime, right? It's all the juicy, juicy personal development work that I absolutely love. So I have the link in the show notes below that's attached to this episode that you can visit. There's a strict application form and we are going to be interviewing women to ensure that this is the right fit energetic match for all of us and all of the sisters that do join us inside of this beautiful, beautiful retreat that we're house that we're hosting at the end of October, October 26th to November 1st. So the early bird price right now is until July 1st. All of the details are in the link and I really, really look forward to welcoming you into Loom if you are meant to be there. And for all the women who are looking to start and grow their online business, specifically, I help women who are early coaches who are looking to really step into their true power to follow their dharma, to start and grow their business from the beginning stages. I've helped women who are less than two years in their business, who are not signing soul line clients. And I'm really calling these women in to join inside of Higher Self Business Academy, which is an academy that is literally just one of the most powerful containers that I've ever held and created. Um, It's a hybrid between an e-course as well as a live coaching container. So I have all of the information and the link in the show notes as well. And I'm so excited to connect with you. So excited to hear from you and so excited to help you step into your power to follow your dharma and to really just be inspired to take that leap on yourself, to invest in yourself and to remember that you are worthy of following your dharma and of speaking your truth and being your true self. So I love you so much. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed. Don't forget to subscribe and also don't forget to leave a review because that would be so, so amazing and goes such a long way for our podcast and for our channel. I love and appreciate you so much, and I will see you next time. You just listened to Manifest Magic with Karina Dharma. Thank you so much for listening until the end. I am so grateful to have you on this journey with me. If you resonated with this episode, then please hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss out on weekly episodes. Please share this on your IG story and tag me, I am Karina Dharma, so that I can say a massive thank you and show you my appreciation. If you're interested to find out more about me and how we can work together, then please visit my website, karinadharma.com. Sending you so much love and light.